Coming out of a mixed orientation marriage, welcome to the Priceless Podcast. My name's Carol Shepherd. Um, I'm from Scotland in the United Kingdom. I was married to a man for 24 years and I have three older children. Um, well, I forgot to say that I'm 50. Um, I probably forgot that on purpose. <laughs> um, I uh, identify as bisexual. Well, my name is Arno. I live in Copenhagen. I'm 56 years old. I was married to a woman for 30 years and I have two adult children. And I identify as gay. And my name is Mikhail Sechen, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm 43 years old, uh, soon 44, and I have two children. I was married to a woman for 12 years. I'm gay. My husband, carry, my ex-husband, um, carries a great deal of anger for the way that the church threw him out as well on the basis of me um, behaving not entirely well, but also not doing anything outrageous either, <laughs> just something that was blown out of all proportion. And he didn't get the support he needed. He even went to the GP and the GP said, well, what did you expect? Mm -hmm. But he joined a organization that supports straight spouses in mixed orientation marriages. And that gave him a lot of support And he tried to be an ally to me because he joined a church that was quite conservative and he tried to get them to engage with LGBT, um, but they weren't hearing it. Every time a celebrity comes out, everyone's like, aren't they brave? But what about that straight partner? But I mean, I, I don't think I was particularly brave. I just think I did something I had to do. Or I would have taken my own life and left three kids without a mother. You know, I, I don't think I was brave. I just thought I didn't have a choice. We know where we are going. You know, we have a plan. We have a place that we see in front of us when we actually make the decision of coming out of a mixed orientation marriage. Yeah. But actually, when you look at the people that remain, our ex-spouses, you know, yeah. they are... They, they're at the beginning. They have to figure it out. But don't you also think that sometimes the grieving process is different for us, that sometimes we grieve before the divorce because we're thinking so much about staying, not staying, everything else, and where sometimes our yeah. spouses are grieving after the divorce. So we have kind of, mm. our timing is different yeah. in, in our reactions as well. At one hand it was amazing it was this feeling of freedom of being free of breathing at the same time I personally you know my children are pretty young you know 12 now they're 12 and, and eight at that point they were like eight and one so it was really hard for me to Oh, go through this whole process and also take care of them because I was very much scared, you know, will they hate me uh, one day for, for my decision? So, so how has it been for the two of you to no longer being a mixed orientation marriage, but actually being now in the 
orientation marriage you can say like that that of your choice uh, that it is how it is now how is how is the how's the difference for you it's just different um you get over the initial stage of i'm with a woman <laughs> you know <laughs> you kind of that's really like exciting but then you get beyond that and it's not about someone's gender anymore it's about them um which is the healthy and right way to be um it's funny i don't regret I don't regret my marriage because we did many lovely things together, lovely holidays, lovely kids, the whole school thing and Christmas with the kids and all that. I wouldn't say I regret it, but I do think had I been better informed and supported and had I not been in Britain under Margaret Thatcher in the late 80s, I would probably have made different choices. It does feel very liberating being with my current partner I am happy definitely I'd say I'm happier definitely um but it's the same challenges you have with any relationship how to give each other enough personal space what to pick a fight about and what to ignore you know <laughs> I am in a place where I'm more honest and it's actually you know, a huge difference when you are really attracted to your partner. I think that I, I agree with what you said. I also don't regret that I have been married to uh, a woman before. It was hard and it was experience that brought me to the place where I am and taught me so many things. And I think I learned through that how important it is to talk about things in any relationship. I am happier, but I think it's less about happiness and more about just feeling, you know, at one, unified as a person. Yeah, well, I'm, I I would love to have a partner. I don't have a partner. I'd love to have a partner. And uh, you talked about the cap wedding. If you knew how many times in different ways I've planned my wedding, you know, and uh, I thought, but I still need a, a guy there to walk with me. <laughs> So I really miss somebody and the whole thing of, of you know, how do you go on holiday when you are on your own? Uh, how do you plan Christmas uh, when the kids are in other countries for for, for Christmas or uh, some of those different things? So, so the whole thing of actually just doing an ordinary boring things. What do you do Friday night when you're tired after work? What's your little tradition? So there's a lot of things I feel that I have to almost to defend now where I thought, well, if I had a partner, I didn't have to defend it. It was just come and see. After 30 years of marriage, that was 30 in many ways, good years. I, I'm not looking for something that won't last a year or two years here or something else. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is actually health wise, I do feel younger today than I did 10 years ago. Because my body is not breaking down in the same way. It's healing. I do feel younger today than I did 10 years ago. I think it's immensely damaging to encourage someone to marry who is not 100% sure of their sexuality. I do think I have caused my husband, my ex-husband and my children a certain degree of trauma. That could have been avoided proceed with extreme caution if you're not 100% heterosexual and you get married to an opposite sex partner and if you're a church leader please 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 don't encourage people to get married just because it looks good i've heard many stories again where it where the church has encouraged a few as a gay man to marry and it means that first two things i'm thinking that is that one thing is suddenly the wife has to rescue you 
the, the wife have to rescue you from this gay virus? What kind of view is that on women that a woman has to cope with being married to a man who is not really the right man for her? There is a foundational uh, problematic view on women in, in many church settings. That whole idea of keeping yourself sexually chaste before you get married, I think that's foolish. I no longer see it as biblical. Um, I think that was very, very damaging for both my ex-husband and myself. Just say it was, it's, you know, it's been a, it's been a difficult life. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think that they are not specific people that I'm angry with. I'm just angry with the whole system of religion. When you get to the people and to the religious institutions, people are not important. Their stories, their experiences, nothing is important. Like nobody's really listening to how the people feel. And that's something... I really want to encourage the institutions, just stop for a second, you know, just press pause on whatever you are believing and start listening to people. The important thing for me is how do I not uh, superimpose my experiences on other people that because I decided to, to divorce and I decided certain things that therefore everybody else in a mixed orientation marriage just have to do the same as me. Do I think that's probably the best thing? Yes, I do. But uh, <laughs> I definitely see a, a lot of people who are in mixed orientation marriages. I know some people that are really making it work. On the whole, I would advise against it. I don't, most people I know who've come to me saying this is the situation I'm in, it hasn't worked. I think it's very unwise to get married if you've got any doubts whatsoever, whatever sex your sexual orientation is. Don't get married because everyone else is or because you want a house or because you want, you know, everything that goes with it. Because you won't care about those things when you're in pain. Because it just tears you in pieces when it doesn't work. And I don't think that's necessarily to do with orientation. It's just people don't get married a lot of the time for the right reasons. And I fell into that category. When I kissed a man for the first time, I realized, oh, that's what it's like. <laughs> that's what it means when people say that your knees are shaking and your heart is pumping and going crazy and you have butterflies in your uh, stomach. Just a small thing or just going out, just... You know, taking someone's hand, it can tell you a lot about how you feel um, if you're not sure about your sexuality. Thank you for being with us today and listening to our stories. I hope this was uh, inspiring, helpful, informative, or whatever you need for yourself. Um, so see you soon for the next po podcast. Until then, bye, everyone. Thank you.